Dear Josephia, I'm sorry about how Cortland acted the last time I saw you. You have to know that I did not want a battle of souls to transpire. I know you've told me to leave Cortland many times, but I've made a vow with him, and I plan on trying to keep my promise to him as I would to you. The kiss on the beach was real, but something I should not have done. With everything going on with Lizzie, I've had my emotions on my fingertips as well. I'm here for you still, but I just believe we should keep our place from this day forward. Love, DeLacy. DeLacy, are you alright? Yes, I'm fine. I know you don't agree with that. What I did, but I would do it all over again. I love you no matter what you think. You were protecting your honor, I understand. Where's Lizzie? I haven't seen her today. She's in our room, I believe. I'll go and get her. It's nearly time for dinner. As much as I hated to do it, I let Cortland have his way with his stale apology. But he's a man that finds a way to get under your skin in a way that you wouldn't want. I made my way to Lizzie's room where she was sleeping. But as I walked inside, I heard the sound of something horrific. She was sitting on the floor, speaking in a crazed voice to someone that was not there. Lizzie, it's time for dinner and we must... She saw me. I know she did. Who closed the door? Moments later, the door opened and Lizzie was there, standing as if there was not a problem. You wanted something, Mrs. Belson? Dinner will be served soon. Get washed up. Of course, you stupid wench. Wench? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Vexed by DeLacy's letter and frustrated because of the impending doom upon my broken heart, I released a strain on a painted woman that I met at the pub hours ago. We fell asleep, enjoying each other's company for the time being. And then it happened. Blackstone! 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 What? A 
dream. A dream. They will never be rid of Shaka. A dream of Zulu Man. It's been with me for the last few days. Who could have known? His death will lay on me until I find the answers. Are you all right? I'm fine. Go back to sleep. At the Supreme Court of New Amsterdam, the judge meets with his peers. They are the six judges that represent the provinces of this country. They are only seen as shadows, with the one voice of Zebulon Cross speaking for them all. Judge William Randolph, you are here because you are unable to control the goings-on in your province. You are the leader of us, but you, like the rest of us, must be questioned about the activity in your province. The threats are growing and we must sustain peace under the control of the judges. The uproar of the people should never happen, for then we are governed by the mob. That is not our founders' way. Now we will give you a chance to speak on what has happened here. I am ashamed to be here. As your leader in the law, I should have been held to a high standard, and so should my province. The man known as Shaka Zulu should not have died under the circumstances that he did. But I say to you, there is something wicked rising in this city, and we cannot know what we have felt all these years. Tales of the supernatural are not just tales anymore. We are on the brink of a crossover of evil that we have not felt since... Well, since the wake. And your belief that the wake are returning is the only explanation to this widespread panic. My province is in the center of this nation, and they would love to do nothing better than to destroy what we have made. There is no real proof that the wake is returning. So until then, we must settle this case of the Claiborne murder. Punish whoever is behind it. If not, you will be held accountable for the death of Shaka Zulu. And you will hang from our gallows before us. Do we all agree? Agree. 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 It is said. It will be done. With the death of Zulu Man, I wondered about his words. Someone controlling Lydia, keeping the Orphodus from taking her to the spirit world. 
He said I would have to be the one to free Lizzie from Lydia. The next morning, I took a walk to the Harlem Town Church of New Amsterdam. I met with an old friend, Bishop Zachary. If it isn't me old friend, Josephia Blackstone. It's been a while, Zachary. It's been since your stepfather died. When you left for London, I did not think you would ever come back. Well, I am back. And you've already made a name for yourself. Ah, yes, the great condor you are now. What's in a name, Zachary? Your stepfather used to say that your name was everything. But he's not here anymore, is he? Zachary, I'm here because I need your help with the Claiborne case. There are things beyond explanation here. But your prayers would be greatly appreciated. I'll do whatever you need. But I do have something I want you to do for me. Go to your stepfather's grave. He deserves more respect than what you have given him. All he ever wanted was the best for you. And I believe you got it. I know that I haven't been the best. I miss him. And I guess sometimes I don't want to face the fact that he's not here anymore. His spirit would always live with you, Josephia. But you must pay your respects still. Take some flowers from the garden, Josephia. He'll appreciate them. I didn't want to hear what Zachary was saying. But he was right. I left New Amsterdam to heal after the man who raised me died. Perhaps I wanted to forget him, or maybe just wanted to believe that death could never touch him. Later that day, I took three roses to the grave of Thomas Castletown, the man who raised me when tragedy struck my true parents. After a tender moment with my stepfather, I saw a woman standing in front of a gravestone. I inquired to her state, for I heard her crying tears of pain. Are you all right? Just lost, kind sir. Someone in your family? Yes. My mother... My condolences, and good day. I started to walk off, until she stopped me in my stride. What's your name, sir? Josephia Blackstone. Yours? I'm Chastity. Chastity Fox. You care to have tea, Mrs. Fox? Perhaps a beer, Mr. Blackstone. <laughs> then a beer it is, Mrs. Fox. I was becoming very afraid of what I was seeing from Lizzie. 
she was not being herself at all. The sounds and voices horrified me coming from her room, but Cortland shamed me as hidden things. Most time, Lizzie's erratic behavior happens when I'm here with her alone. And now I go to tell her it's time for her to take a bath. Lizzie? It's time for your bath. Lizzie? I got to her room door wondering if she was inside. And when I entered, 